Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlaineCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blaine, and as usual, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 330 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are still in room A203 and our conversation is flowing. So please take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, maybe a snack and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with Moya Pugh and her testimony. We are in part two of her story and that is what's coming up next. All right, everybody, we're going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Before we do that, I'd love to establish protocol. So whether you are a first time listener or a long time listener, we are so delighted that you chose BlendCouragesYou.com for your encouragement today. And if you haven't already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, be it on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, Amazon Music, Anchor Radio, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you are listening from, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Okay, so now, Moya, I'm enjoying this conversation as well. This is just blessing me mm-hmm. in so many different ways. So let's talk about your testimony. And before you get into that, I know you have a marvelous husband and whatnot. I know you talked about your brothers and everything. And before we go there, I didn't know that you didn't have any sisters. You know, interestingly, I don't have sisters either. I've got a uh, I have a fantastic sister in love, I call her, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I have a, another fantastic sister in love, but I didn't grow up with the girls either. So that, that is so interesting. I didn't know that until yeah. today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then look at you know, how he pulls you into to ministry when it, to, to women. Yes. It's just amazing. Yeah. I, I, I did not make that connection. And, yeah. and look at that. All of these years. I tell you, God, it's like there's no deficiency because I mean, my my brothers and I I are really close, Mm -hmm. but my, my community of, of, of females, I'm so close. I didn't really miss having sisters. Mm. And I mean, you you can't miss it. I didn't have really, um, but my life was just so complete with my brothers. I know these females that God has put, put in my life. Yeah, I tell you, God, He just gives us everything that we need. Everything, everything. Complete. Oh, oh, I just love Him. I just love Jesus. <laughs> I do. Oh you know goodness! You, um, you mentioned Lawrence, and um, it's like a part of my testimony too. Oh yeah. The thing is, like, I have no idea. The audience, I have no idea who's going to stumble on this um, this podcast. Mm-hmm. But um. It's amazing what happens when we wait on God. And I say this not from 
one of the super religious perspectives and, you know, had everything all lined up perfectly, mm-hmm. far from that. Mm-hmm. But um, when you make that conscious decision to wait on God, but not, not in the process, because in waiting, because in Lawrence was not my first relationship, mm-hmm. and one of the things I thank God for is I thank him for the nose mm-hmm. that he gave me throughout my dating life and mm-hmm. relationships. I thank him for the ones he, he ended. Mm-hmm. Um, as women, sometimes, it, as individuals, if we're not careful, we can get overcommitted. Mm-hmm. And we can, it's almost like you're on the Titanic, it's going down, but you're like, you said, I'm, I'm going to stay until the end. <laughs> and you stay. <laughs> and you commit to something that's going nowhere. Right. And sometimes God has to be the one to take you out of it. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I look back and I said, God, I thank you for the nose. In my my eyes, so this is my, this is Moya's plan. Blender, I was going to get married Mm-hmm. At maybe 19 or 20, like my mother got married before she was 19. Mm-hmm. And then a year and a half later, she had my brother. And then she had, I don't know how she did it because she had like two, two, we're all two years apart, five children. I don't know how oh. she did it. Um, I wasn't going to go down to having five, but to get married at 19, then be enjoy my husband and travel for like maybe four or five years, <laughs> then start having children. It was all, re- it was perfectly planned. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was Moya's idea. <laughs> and then 19 comes, 20, 21, 22, and then the years just start going by. Mm. And I thought, this was not the plan. <laughs> then I said, okay, I want to have a child. And I, at one point I said, if I got to 30 without having a child, I'd go to a sperm bank, I'd just get impregnated. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at things that you, you planned and said that you would do, and God just didn't and any of them happened. Mm. And you, you're getting more no's than yeses. Mm. Um, Thank you, Jesus. And we, now we live in a society, there's social media, there are all these different um, things available now that weren't available 30 years ago. And I signed up for a Christian dating site. Mm-hmm. And I've done it before, mm-hmm. you know, met persons, but... You know, Blenda, I'm, I'm going to be, this is the practical side of me. Don't post a photo when you're 25 and know you're, you know, 46, a completely different person, and then meet me and expect me to think that. Just don't, don't do that kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> we had ups and downs with that. And interestingly, I had met someone, went out for coffee, and it just, I was like, no, this is this is just not it. Mm-hmm. Um and that same night, I went to a women's conference with uh, my friend, Prophetess Michelle, and she ministered. And she kept on saying, go back and create the profile. I was like, it's just so much work. And she said, go and do it. Mm. So I um, I had the profile at the time, but it was like the free version. Oh, so you could only send yeah. like a high. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't compose a message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was on the night, and someone sent me a message from someone local, like within 40 minutes. Mm. I was like, okay, this looks... Like, a, you know, it looks promising. The potential looks, you know. Um, but then so I decided to then pay the subscription, oh, which at okay. the time was nineteen ninety nine. Now it's maybe a hundred and some dollars. Um, <laughs> so I paid the subscription and this person I started communicating. But he was, let me, let me try to coin this right. He was overly spiritual in the sense that 
I don't think I could even crack a joke. Oh. Because maybe he would think it would be a sin. Oh. And um, I'm sorry, homegirl has to laugh. <laughs> even at herself, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, this 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 just not working. And my profile was set where if I looked at someone else's profile, they could see that I looked at their profile. Mm. So I'm scanning to see who was online, and I saw this guy with um, a little boy. I'm like, okay, this is nice. But they were in Maryland. I was like, no long distance. So, you know, scrolled, kept on. But then he saw that I looked at his profile, and then he messaged oh. me. And then, so that was the same night I had paid my huge 19.95 or 99. Um, he had also just signed up that same night, mm-hmm. and we connected. And we, before that night was finished, I gave him my actual telephone number, which I I had like a a, a, a Google number, so I was like I want nobody finding me. So <laughs> I was thinking. I gave this man my real number. He knows my real name because I had my middle name. Some very incognito. My middle name is there, um, not my real number. Mm-hmm. So at least I have some privacy. Right. Um, I checked his profile. There were no grammatical errors. I was like, are you kidding me? What? Not one error? He knows how to write and spell. That's, that's amazing when you look at some of these profiles. And um, we just started communicating, and that was... September 2017, I, or 18, one of them, mm-hmm. I um, physically, excuse me, I physically went to meet him October because it would have been easier for me to go there. So I booked my hotel, oh, okay. paid for my hotel myself because I'm independent, mm-hmm. Um booked my hotel and we had an amazing um weekend and I worked virtually I I brought my computer with me and when Monday came around I was like the weekend went by so fast I was like let me see if there are any later flights Mm. and I said an an additional week and I was like okay god this is crazy because I'm not on my turf I'm on his turf ah but prior to that, I knew that I was going to meet my husband in the last quarter of that year. Really? I, I knew it. I had the specific, even the timing. So I said, okay, God, this is this, this, and this is 2017. So we met October. Before I actually went to see him, I had booked a second trip to go see him for Thanksgiving. So this is just how crazy God was was moving where I have two trips planned to meet someone that I had never physically met. Whoa. But because of the time I was in prayer, and Mm -hmm. again, it's not sounding superficial, Mm -hmm. I had that peace. Mm. I had that peace that blew my mind because I need to always be in control of my environment, my surroundings. I need to know where I am at all times. Mm -hmm. I'm going to a place I've never been before. To meet someone I had never physically met before. Mm. And, um, you know, fast forward, 13 months after, we got married. Really? Um, and it, it's been five years. And I look back at the no's that I received. And mm-hmm. I said, God, I thank you for those no's. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God, because now 
I have someone who gets me, and it, it takes a lot to get me. <laughs> sometimes I don't even get me. Um, and one of the prayers I prayed prior to meeting him was, God, teach me how to love my husband mm-hmm. and teach him how to love me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we met at the airport for the first time, we're meeting physically. Um, he was by the the, the, the baggage area. Um, I think I described my bags. They already had taken them off. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, we hugged. And then he reached his hand out, out to hold my hand. Oh. And no one looking on the outside would, would have thought for a second that we were two strangers meeting for the first time. Oh. Because it just looked like it was it, it looked like it was a thing that he had been doing a hundred times. Held wow. my hand, had my bags, walked with me. And that person I met then is the same person now where he takes such care of me. I feel like I'm a little diva. Ooh. I mean I, I go grocery shopping, I leave the bag I didn't take one bag in the house. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> and having four brothers, I had to be independent very early. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll go to pump my gas. I was like, which side is the tank on? Because <laughs> he does that. He's wow. left the house to drive 20 minutes to meet me at a gas station so he could pump my gas so I wouldn't have to get out of the car. <gasps> really? Really. Wow. He's like, babe, I'm below. He's like, just meet me there. Let me know when you're like 20 minutes out. I'll meet you there. And he came, sat in the car, he pumped the gas. And um, I'm like, hey. And I, I honor him. Mm. He honors me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you wait, not saying this is going to be everybody's story, but it, 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 it's what works for you. Right, right. But the key thing is waiting. Mm-hmm. And one of the things the Lord had me, one of the downloads I got today was, what do you do while you wait? Mm-hmm. While you mm-hmm. wait, you serve. You serve God. Yes, yes. Allow him to take care of the things that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. You find ways to serve. It could be the nursery at your church. It could be the, the media ministry. Find ways to serve. Still trusting him, but take care of his business. Yes. Still take care of yours in, 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 in a better way. Because I say if... I had my checklist. If I had simply gotten what was on my checklist, mm-hmm. it would have been such an injustice. Mm. Because God did so the exceeding abundantly above more Thank than you. what I wrote on my paper. Mm-hmm. That's what He did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Serve while you wait. Serve yeah. while you wait. Amen. And not be idle. And yes, because otherwise I think you become fixated on what you don't have. Yes. And and what everybody else is getting. I mm-hmm. I was watching a sermon, I won't say who it was, and it, it's not someone that I follow. I, they just happened to say something and I was following up on the information to make sure I heard it right. And they were talking about, you know, when is it my turn? And when am I going to get what I'm supposed to? And, and why is it taking so long? And that was the gist of what they were saying. And I'm not saying that those aren't real feelings because I, I can personally say that there was a time in my life that I felt that way. And mm-hmm. then 
to your point, when I started to serve more intentionally and purposely, it, it, that diminished. So I say that because we should serve and, and, and the scriptures say in Psalm 100, and I think verse two, serve the Lord with gladness. gladness. So we shouldn't serve with an attitude or angry or frustrated. And if we're feeling that way, because sometimes we do, then we need to take that to the Lord in prayer. And he has a way of being an attitude adjuster. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he can adjust your attitude quickly because, you know, God is not obligated to answer us the way we want to, when we want to. He, He really isn't. And I think that sometimes with some of the ministries that we have served under, or maybe not so much that, or, or people that have said things or things we've heard, we, we want God to move right now, right now, do it now, do it now, do it now. And God does not always work that way. Sometimes he's working things out in us. Uh, he's a good, good father. So he knows what's best for us. And in our impatience and in our finite wisdom, we think that we know. And we don't know everything because we can't see the way that he does. So it's in our best interest to do things God's way and in his timing. And to your, to what you're saying, it's perfect. So those no's and the time that you waited, mm-hmm. it was time that you were serving God. He was refining you. He was getting Lawrence ready for you and you ready for Lawrence. And when the time was right, he made it happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I, I'm going to go there because you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit is... <laughs> pulling me to go there yes but, um, two things when we serve also we can't serve and say well god okay now that i'm serving i qualify for this mm. so we can't serve with an ulterior motive just a check a check box to say well i did serve mm. so then you're not obligated to blessing me with a husband mm-hmm. because i served mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we serve as you said with gladness forgetting what we're asking God for. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if he does not deliver what what we're asking him for, he's still God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He's still God. Thank you, Jesus. So if I never got married at 4 to 1, he would still be God. Mm -hmm. So I I can't serve because I want this. I'm going to blackmail God into giving it to me because he he, he says I should serve. No, we serve willingly. We serve gladly. We serve out of our love and our commitment and our our, our everything to him, knowing that he is all sufficient God. Yes, he is. Yes, and nothing that I have belongs to me. I'm a steward. I'm 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 working for him, so I serve him. Thank and you, if Jesus. he chooses to mm-hmm. bless me in whatever area, that's his choice. But whether or not he does, he's still God. Yes, he is. So Thank I'm gonna muddy the water one more one more time. Lord Jesus, why are you letting me go down this path? That's all right. Let him have his way. Because the next thing too is that we will I know many you meet someone at twenty five, you know, I want to get married and everything else. But um while we're praying and asking God for the husband, what am I bringing to the table? Mm. Do I know how to make a meal? Mm-hmm. Do I know how to manage my finances? Mm-hmm. Do I know how to live a pure life? Mm. Because we 
we'll be asking God for these things. And he's saying, boo-boo, because God sometimes when he's talking to me, he says, boo-boo. Um, he says, boo-boo, um, that area of your life needs to be addressed. Yes, Lord. Because I cannot, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. You're not at this, <laughs> this place of being a good thing yet <laughs> because you have so much stuff under the carpet that you have not addressed. Yes. Yes. Um, do you know how to be respectful to a mother-in-law? Oh, yeah. Do you know these things? Because in the past, your, your past relationships, you're always hitting hitting head with, with, with the guy's mother. Right. Is this a trigger? Right. So we have to ensure that what we're asking God for, that we are prepared for the yes. Yes, yes. Because if we're not, we're going to keep getting no's until... You say, okay, no, you can't graduate this class. It took you five years, <laughs> but no, you can't graduate the class. So we have to be introspective and to say, well, okay, God, what am I bringing to the table? Am I bringing patience? Am I bringing love? Mm-hmm. Am, 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 am I bringing the physical things? Do I know how to balance my checkbook? Mm-hmm. Am I in the red all the time because I, you know, I'm, I'm spending more than I'm making? Mm-hmm. Because mm. no, no, no person, and you may have males listening to this, nobody's going to want to pick up mess. Yes. No, no, nobody's going to want to pick up mess. Mm-hmm. So it's knowing that God is refining you through the process and you being open to that process that comes from God. Mm-hmm. So if there are some people that you need to strip from your life, he'll let you know because you may need to change your circle. Ooh, that's good. That's you good. have to change a circle, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it, it comes back to saying, okay, God, this is the, 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 the desire of my heart that you say you'll grant according to your will. Um, but are there areas in my life that I need to address? Am I spending sufficient time with you? Because when the husband comes, the kids come and all that stuff, your time is going to be limited. It's going to be stretched. And mm-hmm. now you have the time to serve. God, let me serve you. Let me serve your people. And if you see it fit to add someone to my life, to bring me to somebody's life, teach me how to be that that wife. Mm-hmm. Teach me how to be able to, to take care of this husband and not just going to McDonald's every night because I don't know how to fry a piece of chicken. Mm-hmm. You, you, are, you are saying something here, sis. And... Let me just say that I think in some regard for many women that may have been raised by very strong women and out of necessity because it had to happen and and all those things. So I'm not here to, to address that part of things. Sometimes there's a part of us that feels like with that independence, well, he's going to have to learn how to do such and such, or we don't have to be as loving or nurturing, or we shouldn't have to cook. We shouldn't have to do anything. And that's where that introspection that you mentioned comes in because Mm -hmm. we, we take care of each other. (laughs) Amen. That that's the idea, you know, unless of course there's some sort of you know, situation that's, that's different, but you understand what I'm saying that we take care of each other. So we can't be independent and be married 
and be married. <laughs> right. And, and, and all the time. Now, there's going to be yeah. times where we, we do our independent things. I, I can't expect for you to cook and clean and, and work. And I, I don't do anything at all. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'm able to. So, exactly. you know, that is going to cause some problems. So I, I think that if we have the mentality, well, I don't need them. And, and, and let, I, I should probably quantify that because we're whole and complete in Christ, whether we are married or not, or not. Mm-hmm. whether we're married or not. So when we say I don't need a man in, in some respects, that is true. We just don't want to take it to a place that. When the Lord brings us someone that, or or what we really want one, and we say that we don't need one. Let me just put it. Can I just be straight about it? Let let me just. I was trying to make it as pretty as possible. You say that. I can can feel that. Yeah. (laughs) You say it. You just gotta like rip the rip the Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna do it. You say it, but you really want one. So, um, you you just don't want to bring that mentality though into a relationship. Where when things get a little sour or rocky or trying or challenging, well, I don't need you. Right. I I, I don't need right. you. I can I can do bad, you know, I, by I was myself. The same thing, all by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, that, that that is so true because again, getting married at forty one, I had to. I was independent, and and, and I look at it like my term was is. As a big man from long time, so <laughs> I was turning my own key. I didn't have to ask any any, any questions or get permission for anything else like that. And again, I've said it before: having four brothers, I had to learn to fight for myself. Mm. I had to learn to, to to be strong. And my father passed when I was eighteen, and I told my brothers, "I was like, I have one father. Mm. He's gone. None of you will step in the role as father. Your brother. Mm. So I had to establish me." And knowing that that's not a walkover. And some, some males found that to be intimidating. Obviously, they weren't for me. Because while I I just could not be with someone who's going to be a pushover. Right. Um, I'm not going to be wearing the pants in the relationship. If I'm on my job or in, my, in ministry and I'm doing my stuff, fine. But when I'm home, you're the man, you're the husband. I submit to you... Oh, BCU family, I know it was getting good to you, to me as well, and we had to stop right there. So Lord says the same. When we come back together, we will pick up our conversation with Moya. I would like to know what your thoughts are about what you are hearing. So wherever you're listening from, there should be a comment section. And if there's not, for whatever reason, you can head over to the blaincouragesyou.com site and drop your comment there so we can continue our conversation. So while I wait for you to do that, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, Lord, we thank you for the words of wisdom and the correction that you have given us through this conversation. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all of the no's that you have provided in our lives. And while at the time, and while some of us may be currently going through these situations, we may not always understand all of the decisions that you make on our behalf. 
what we do know is that scripture reminds us that you are a good father, Lord, that you will not withhold any good thing for those that walk uprightly before you. So we know that you have better for us. And while we wait on whatever it is that we're looking for, Lord Jesus, we will declare your goodness in the land of the living. We will remember that you are God. You are the God of all flesh. There's nothing too hard for you. And that we will wait and serve you with gladness as we are waiting on you, Lord Jesus. And that if you don't provide what it is that you're looking for, that you are still God, you are still good, and that we love you. It's in Jesus' name that we thank you for this. And of course, for all things, let every heart say amen. Well, BCU family, this is Blen from BlenCouragesYou.com. I'm going to sign off. I want to thank you all so much for your prayerful support, for your listening in, and for your comments that are coming through. Uh, someone I had a conversation with uh, not too long ago was talking about how they have enjoyed this segment. So uh, my heart is so glad, and I give God glory for all of it. So with that, BCU fam, Again, thank you all so much and Lord will. And until the next time we are together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.